and 105.5 and 107.9 FM. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, an Ave Maria radio station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective this early in the morning when you call this toll-free number, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK, this is Colleen Kelly Mass, life coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, cousin, aunt, sister, and it is a pleasure to be here with you this morning. And to serve you by offering free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. I'm the author of Love Ed, Love and Life, and Sex Respect. And some of you got to see the interview I had with Jim and Joy on EWTN TV last week, Wednesday and Thursday. And some of you did not. So those of you that called and said, how else do I get the interview? It's posted on YouTube. So I just posted it to my Facebook fan page. If you're on Facebook, Colleen Kelly Mast, not my personal page, but my uh, fan page, and I posted both of those links there, or you can just go to YouTube and type in At Home with Jim and Joy, Colleen Kelly Mast, and maybe it'll pop up. I didn't figure out how to put it on my website, but I did figure out, I did put some things on my blog last week, so I'm doing okay without my granddaughter here (laughs) to populate my blog, but I got some of those things on there last week that you asked about, the daily tongue evaluation checklist, remember the uh, avoiding the sins of our our tongue, and uh, the second and eighth commandment, so those things are up there on my website blog. If you want to learn more about my work, or go to that website and blog, or order some Love Ed books to bring to your DRE, your school principal, your pastor, or just start a group of, you know, five or six moms and daughters or fathers and sons right in your Knights of Columbus group or or, uh, in your parish or homeschool group. You can do one Love Ed seminar and everybody else can do their other six chapters at home. So check that out at my website, Respect, the number four. The letter U.com. Respect for you.com. Again, this is Colleen Kelly Mast. If you're just flipping around the radio dials, pushing those buttons, this is Catholic Radio. So for the next two hours, you can hear advice to people's personal problems that is free and friendly and from a Catholic perspective. And if you're a person out there struggling with something, going, oh my goodness, I've got this relationship I have to rebuild in my life, or I don't know what to do about this particular decision, or I'm torn about this particular boundary I have to set, or maybe my relationship with God is not what it should be and I long for more and don't know what my next step might be. Well, any of those kind of questions, a personal problem about your relationship with with God, yourself, or others, or decisions you're trying to make, 
call in and I'll help you with that. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. I have a master's degree in health education with a specialty in human sexuality education. I've traveled the world in the 80s and 90s with sex respect and love and life. I was invited to the Vatican in the 90s when the truth and meaning of human sexuality was released because the books I had written were already in compliance with the Vatican teachings. I've been on Oprah, Geraldo, 60 Minutes, and debated the ACLU and Planned Parenthood, spoken at Steubenville Youth Conferences, and I was on Mother Angelica Live while she was still alive, actually back when she was in her old habit, 1989. I was pregnant with my fourth child. I had just written Love and Life, and she had me on there to teach people about chastity. And I've been here on Catholic Radio since 1999, first on The Doctor is In, and now on Mass Appeal, I think for about 10 years now. Uh, So uh, if you need some help, some life coaching, some free friendly advice from a Catholic perspective, stay tuned here and call in. Your calls drive the show. You decide what the topics are today. And the number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. You call in, chat with Melissa, tell her your first name where you're calling from, and the topic of your question. She'll put it on my board, and we'll take you when it's your turn. But I was thinking about hardships, and and this weekend's readings um, are about that. Like, we face hardships and sufferings like Job and Paul did. And uh, how can we be hopeful through these drudgeries of life? Because tomorrow's readings hint both that... The kingdom is not yet here, when we're looking at the uh, reading from Job and the reading from Paul. And on one hand, they give us this bleak version of reality, because it's true for them, that is a reality. And, you know, it looks like weakness and suffering and exhaustion. And on the other hand, we have Jesus in the gospel, where heaven and earth come together, and he does these amazing healings. So we have hope that he wants us healed. So Jesus knows what it's like for us. He became human. You know, he knows what it is to be human, you know, and how demanding people can be, other people. And we wonder, do I meet these demands? Do I not? How do I respond with charity, justice, love? You know, because Jesus sees our hearts and he loves us. He, he sees our hurt. He sees our pain. He sees all the suffering and hardship that we endure. And we have... Jesus who became flesh and he brings healing and hope to all humanity as the stories in our gospel and some earlier stories this week as well. The, and even last week about the laying out your, your withered hand and, uh, in the, in the, um, earlier this week, you know, the healing of the, um, the daughter, you know, your faith has saved you and the mother-in-law. There's, there's so many ways that he came to heal us. But there's a crucial line in Mark's gospel coming up tomorrow that um, tells us like how we can do this. How can we be healing to others? How can we receive his healing? How can we share in the joy and healing and friendship and joy that transform our sufferings into blessings? And that line is this. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. 
So there were times that Jesus didn't have an audience, didn't have a crowd. He was alone in the dark in a deserted place before dawn with the Father. Have you ever experienced that when you get up early and you pray? Or I used to, My holy hour used to be at 5 a.m., and I absolutely loved it. Actually, I had a double hour. I, I, I signed up for 5 and 6 a.m., and it was a beautiful time, and I, I could relate to Jesus going off in the dark in prayer with the Father. So think about what time of day, what days in your life do you need to quiet yourself and be with the one who sees us. He sees our hardships. He understands us. He heals us. And he sends us forth to bring that kingdom, his goodness, his healing, his love, wherever we are needed. And if you're struggling with that, like, how can I do good if I'm suffering here? Well, people who are blind make rosaries that bless other people, and they give them to the missions. People who are suffering even from their own sins become teachers in religious education or become mentors of others and help other people avoid that sin. People who have uh, other physical or mental ailments can be of inspiration and service to others. So when we look at this weekend's readings and we see Job who says, Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days those of hirelings? He's a slave who longs for the shade. I've been assigned months of misery, and some days we are like Job. I remember at one time in my life I had a poster up on my bulletin board. That was a quote from a priest who had been in captivity that had a lot of horrible things happen to him. And when he came out and he was interviewed by our diocesan paper, his headline was, And I said to God, I am not Job. (laughs) And I was feeling that same way that year, a couple years myself. Because Job says in in tomorrow's reading, I'm filled filled with restlessness till the dawn. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. But then our responsorial psalm lifts us up. It says, praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Sing praise to our God. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the stars and he calls each by name. And then Paul, who says, if I preach in um, 1 Corinthians 9, says, if I preach the gospel, this is no reason for me to boast for an obligation has been imposed on me and woe to me if I do not preach. So is God calling you? to a hardship that he can turn into good later on. Paul says, although I'm free in regard to all, I've made myself a slave to all so as to win over as many as possible. To the weak I became weak. To win over the weak, I've become all things to all to save at least some. So how are you living out that message of spreading the good news? Or how are you just getting through the struggles of life? Give me a call. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And maybe I can offer you some hope, as Mark does in tomorrow's gospel. When he talks about Simon's mother-in-law, Peter's mother-in-law, she was sick with a fever. And... They told him about her. He approached. He grasped her hand and helped her up. And then the fever left her and she waited on them. So 
Jesus wants to lift you up too. They brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons, and he cured many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons. He left and went off to a deserted place again where he prayed, rising very early before dawn. So we have a couple of those rising early before dawn this week and last week. We see Jesus heal. So with the hardships you've been to, if you need some help, give me a call. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal, and the number to on today's show to get on is 877-573-7825. And think about, with what hardships you've already been to, how does God want you to heal or guide someone else? Because he says, let us go on to the nearby villages so I may preach there also, for this purpose I have come. So he went into their synagogues preaching and driving out the demons throughout the whole of Galilee. Maybe you're called to be part of a prayer group. Maybe you're called to uh, be a religious education teacher this semester for some person who got sick and couldn't uh, teach. Or maybe just be a substitute for that. Maybe you're called to teach or preach. Or maybe it's with your own children who have left the faith. Are you to say something to them? I uh, reread this week in one of the readings of uh, Solomon and David and, and the advice he gave to his son. And I'm thinking like, hmm, now who can, who who would give that advice to their own son? Who would challenge them? You know, time to follow the commandments and follow God. Or like Solomon, ask for wisdom. Um, wisdom and prudence and understanding rather than stuff. So we get so many inspirations this week in the scriptures. But yet, we still face our problems. So give me a call with your question or personal problem. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. The number to get on today's Mast Appeal. Call in 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And we'll be back in just a moment. Light of the East. Weekends on Ave Maria Radio. I am Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, in the temple, the elder Simeon holds Christ in his hands and then asks to be dismissed from this world. What do we say with God entering our entire being? Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. Fire on the Earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could 
steal from them. Nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck spreads fire on the earth weekday mornings at 6.30 and again at 11.45 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. Welcome to Mast Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. I'm a life coach, an author, a speaker, a mother of five adult children. I've been married for so many over 40 years, it's getting closer to 50 now. Got married right after college. And I grew up the second oldest of nine children in the Chicago area. So between me and my cousins, my dad was the youngest of seven. And he was one of those years, mine and ours, marriages because a widow married a widower and each brought some children to the marriage and then he was one of the of the his hers and ours he was one of the ours so he was last so i've got lots of cousins with all different backgrounds actually <laughs> and uh and so our family might have had that same problem that you have Everybody struggles in life, and the the evil one is out there, as we pray in St. Michael's Prayer, seeking the ruin of souls. And anybody just opens a little door, you stop praying for a minute, and he jumps in. You've got, you played with a Ouija board in your past, and he jumps in and just says, oh, let me hang around here until some weak moment. So we see that the uh, the evil one is trying to ruin our families. Like the Blessed Mother warned us at Fatima that there will be challenges and the the last battle is for marriage and family. So people are absolutely confused about marriage and family, which is the reason why uh, my books are available to you, Love and Life, Love Ed, Sex Respect, to, to help clarify the truth about the human person. Give us a call with your question or personal problem. Your calls drive the show. You decide what the topics are today. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK, but actually the K falls off. Say hi to Melissa uh, when you call in and she will take down your name, where you're calling from or the radio station you're listening to, or if you're listening on Sirius Satellite Radio or you just called Alexa and said, play EWTN Radio or play Ave Maria Radio or maybe you have the Ave Maria Radio app. Or you might even be listening later. I know a lot of you download the the, uh, the podcast and, and listen on Monday or Tuesday because I hear from you in emails. Uh, but for now, your calls drive the show at 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. Well, besides suffering and healing and hardship that we talk about in tomorrow's gospel, or all the readings tomorrow, actually, it's February, and we have a couple things to think about, too, and that is love. How are we loving? Do you have a challenge in your life of someone that you think, I can't love that person, or how can I love that person? 
I just want to stay away from them because all we do is argue or maybe they never listen. So it's a challenge for us to think, how do I love? And particularly as we approach Valentine's Day, the day of love and the feast of St. Cyril and Methodius, we have to figure out how we can love. How can we can show love? How can we surprise people with our love from now until Valentine's Day. Then we also have coming up Ash Wednesday this month. Okay, Ash Wednesday is a day of penance, a day where we repent, we turn away from sin and try to live the gospel, which is a gospel of of healing and of love. So it's time for us to take some action this week, if you don't have a resolution yet of how to love between now and Valentine's Day, or how to uh, what to do for Lent, uh, think about that as well. But let's think about how we can surprise people with our love. Think about what surprises you the most. You know, how can you really listen to God? What does He want you to do to be a more loving person approaching this Valentine's Day? It's probably not buying candy. That's easy. But those of you that are married or those of you that have children or parents or even friends, lonely neighbors, who can you love? How can you show them God's love? So pray about that. Think about what surprises you the most. You know, good news, bad news, no news. Or what's the primary motivation for the decisions that you make, uh, the things that you do with your time? Is it love and maybe go away like Jesus did in quiet and pray about that to see Lord what do you want me to do instead of wallowing on your own thoughts and feelings your attitudes and your dreams or wallowing in your pessimism when things are going wrong or not being like so overly uh, optimistic that it's unrealistic But think of what motivates you to love. How can you love a person? Um, There was a Christian writer that um, expressed this idea that says, love until you surprise people, and she dares us to do that. So if we are full of the love of God, and we want to share his love here in February as we approach Valentine's Day, think of how... The love of Jesus worked when he was here on earth. It threatened the powerful. It healed the broken. It fed the starving. He healed so many people. So how can you surprise others? So such a big love when you love someone beyond understanding, beyond normal love, even beyond justice. That love that you give out, if you surprise someone with extra love, can change their heart. can even change the world. Actually, love is the only thing that can change the world for the better. But think of any small surprises you can do. You know, this week or in the next 10 days, a nice surprise. Say a kind word. Go that extra mile. Offer your help to your neighbor. What can you do to surprise people by your love? So give us a call today, not only with your question or personal problem, but if you've ever been surprised by a kindness, 
from an unusual place or surprised by a, a kindness that someone did for you that really moved your heart, call in and tell us what kind of kindness that person did and how it moved your heart. And that will give us some ideas of any kindnesses we want to do between now and Valentine's Day. So have you ever, or maybe you've surprised people, um, you know, just by being braver than you felt or more generous than you expected. So if someone surprised you with kindness and generosity and goodness or healing, or if you surprised someone else with it, a wonderful act, not bragging, but just give us some ideas of how we can surprise people with our love this week. What can you do to to tip the scales of your relationships um, so that you can bring more love into the world? Think about that and give us a call with your question or personal problem or with an idea or an experience of being surprised by some kind of kindness that was so great that it moved your heart. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. So let's get ready for um, February, for Valentine's Day, by sharing our love. Um, let's get ready to grow, help people grow in hope uh, during Lent when we make additional sacrifices to face our troubles like Job did and like Paul did and ask God for wisdom to be who he wants us to be not just this month as we grow in love and calling in and giving us an idea of how you can surprise someone with love or how someone may have surprised you with love but how we can share that love right now so call in with your ideas of how to surprise someone with love or generosity or healing or how you were surprised by someone's generous love or healing or regular with your questions or personal problem the number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825 877-5-PEP-TALK and we'll be back with your calls whether they're questions and problems or whether they're ideas on how to surprise someone with love we'll be back in just a moment We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic health care ministry, providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Food for the Journey's Sister Anne Shield. You know, we would avoid a lot of difficult arguments just spouting off at the mouth, as we sometimes say. Just ask the Lord, give me the words to say. Maybe I'm rightfully angry, but if I just shout and yell and scream, what good is that going to be? Brothers and sisters, God can give us much more control over our anger, over our fear, over our language. And so whenever you're in a tight spot, just stop for a moment and say, Lord, what would you have me do here? God is good. I don't mean he's going to say words that will come down from heaven. But if you pause just for a moment, you'll get hold of yourself 
and you may well get a thought that you didn't have before. And sometimes it's just quiet, but it's enough to bring down the steam. And then you think what is really right to say here. You might be justifiably angry. How do we respect the other person while we're correcting them? Please, brothers and sisters, let us open our hearts to God in those moments. Sister Ann Shields gives you food for the journey, weekday mornings at 645 and again at 1130 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Hang on, if you just called over the break, uh, Melissa got four calls and she'll get to you soon. But also, Annie Anonymous called from Washington and she said, in your opening you were talking about being the oldest of nine kids. She says, I was in the other room and you said something about a widower marrying a widow. And she wanted me to repeat what I said. I know what happens. You can't sit here attentive the whole time to it to our radio show. You're folding the laundry or getting up and going to the bathroom. Some people carry it with them on their phone in a podcast. But, okay, I can, I can answer that. And that is my dad's parents. That's what I was talking about. I was oldest of nine kids. My dad was the youngest of seven. And I said his dad was a widower who married a widow. So that was my dad's parents. He was the one of, of the his, hers, and ours. He was one of the ours. He was the caboose, the baby of um, his dad, who had one son, Irish dad, Kelly, who brought to that marriage. And then his mom that had, I think, three children that she brought to the marriage. That was a widow who married a widower. And then they had three more kids, Aunt Lillian, Aunt Loretta, and Uncle Parnell, Parnell Kelly is my dad. So that's what I said before. It was a, my dad's parents were a widower who married a widow. So that's what I said. Thanks for calling to clarify that. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Call in with your question or personal problem as you're st- trying to live out your faith and just facing those normal or sometimes abnormal hardships of life. How do we have hope? What's the next step we can take? How do we respond to these people that are driving us crazy? Give us a call with that or today because we're preparing for Valentine's Day, surprising people with love. Did someone surprise you sometime with a gesture, act of love that really moved your heart? Or do you have an idea of something that we can do in the next 10 days to be a more loving person and surprise people with some kind of wonderful act of love. So we'll take acts of love ideas and questions or personal problems today at 877 573 
7825-877-5-PEP-TALK. Okay, we answered Annie Anonymous from Washington. Next is Marilyn from Spirit Catholic Radio, where I'm going at the end of April to help you celebrate your 25th anniversary. Marilyn from Nebraska, I hope to see you there at the end of April, but we love to hear from people from Spirit Catholic Radio. You're on the air now. What's your? Oh, you want to share a story about a love story? Well, it is a love story, but it's a sad story, too. Okay. So after, so we'll be ready to cry or smile. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, this is a toughie. After two okay. years of marriage, I discovered my husband is gay, and I was going through a divorce. Our anniversary for our um, engagement was Valentine's Day. And I go to Mass every day, and I have this support group that's there, and they're so wonderful. Mm. And all of a sudden, on Valentine's Day, I'm just getting creepy with this, mm-hmm. wonderfully tearful, but they sent me roses. They sent me roses oh. on my engagement Valentine's Day. So, oh. isn't that just amazing? And if other people hear that, maybe you can lift up your friends. I just, that's so oh, special. Oh, that inspired me so much. What a beautiful idea. What a tough road. This yeah. is 42 years, you guys, for goodness sake. But anyway, oh, here we what are. an agony. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so your support group, your uh, prayer group, your friends at Mass sent you roses. How beautiful yes. on a day that a lot of people. The roses. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, Valentine's Day is hard when you have a broken heart. Or you're thinking, like, okay, everybody else has a lover and I don't, which is not true. Not even half the people have that good of a lover that makes Valentine's Day great. We kind of fake it because of uh, the card shop. (laughs) What was really cool is that they were a couple. They were a couple. It wasn't the ladies at Mass. It was this married couple that heard my pain. Anyway, if that, you keep going. You've got lots to talk about today. Okay. So <laughs> right. thank you for taking my call. Sure. Inspire others when people are going through these things. Turn around yes. and give them a little love. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful. Thank you so much yes, for sir. calling, Marilyn. I'm inspired. Yes, okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Marilyn's call inspired me like, who is sad or lonely? Actually, I think of a, a widower and a couple widows at morning mass. Hmm. To whom can you bring a rose or a note, a little uh, note of encouragement or a, a holy card of St. Valentine or St. Cyril and Methodius? Like, what can you do to bring some joy to somebody who might be sad on Valentine's Day. Um, I think of my single sons, especially one that just broke up with his girlfriend or his girlfriend broke up with him. Um, what can I, I usually do things for my own kids. But there are even people who are married that are lonely in their marriage. And what if you sent a card to this couple just admiring that they stayed married? Just thank you for your witness to marriage. I know life is hard, and we appreciate your witness because we all have a stake in each other's marriages. We thank you for living the sacrament. Like, what if you sent a note like that to someone that gave them encouragement? Or someone that, um, like Marilyn, who was divorced and sad because of the whole situation, got them roses. So think of what acts of love you can do and share an idea of someone uh, or something that someone did for you that was truly an act of love here as we try to surprise people with our love here on Valentine as we approach Valentine's Day. And, you know, 
it's not bad to get ready for Lent by spending a lot of time giving out love. You give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Do we have time to take Sean or should we wait till after the break here? Okay, Sean from Michigan, um, listening on Sirius Radio. And we might be able to start your question in the musical play, but go ahead and get started, Sean. What's your question today, or Thank did you. you have a comment? Go ahead. I, I had a comment. I, 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 am a, uh, I have a 23-year-old special needs son. He's autistic. He's nonverbal. Every Sunday when we go spend time with him, we go to a particular restaurant. And a couple of weeks ago, and they, they make his dinner for him. They know him. A couple of weeks ago in Michigan, we had a huge snowstorm. All the... All of the restaurants were shutting down. They called me up, and they said, we're going to stay open. They stayed open. Then my son and I went in there. We were the only ones in the restaurant. The whole staff waited on him. The <gasps> chef came out to see how he liked the meal. They locked the doors. Another person came in. They said, no, we're closed, and we were the only ones in there. And, and that is an act of love that... I think strangers or non-family members uh, and business owners can give to people. Oh, my goodness. And we got this in before the music. Sean, my, I have a lump in my throat. That is such a beautiful story. So that is a beautiful gift that business owners can do. Oh, to stay open during a snowstorm and just wait on you and your nonverbal son, Connor. Thanks for sharing that. That moves my heart with love. God bless you, Sean. Thanks for all the care you God give to your you. son. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John wants to talk about being transformed. The Eucharist, it's the source and summit of our lives as Christians. We know it to be Jesus himself, but do we recognize what Jesus is doing through this precious gift for us? Join us this week as Father John shows us how through the Eucharist, Jesus transforms us to be more like him, and later in the week when he answers why there's so many different religions. Tune in for Christ is the Answer, Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. What are the three major sins against the first commandment? The Catholic Catechism lists them as tempting God, sacrilege, and simony. How can we tempt God? By putting his goodness and almighty power to the test. By word or deed, as Satan dared to do when he commanded Jesus throw himself down from the temple. He was trying to force God to act. Jesus rebuked the devil with God's word, You shall not put the Lord thy God to the test. The sin of sacrilege, profane sacraments, and other liturgical actions, as well as persons, things, or places consecrated to God. It is particularly grave when committed against the Eucharistic Jesus. Simony is the sin of buying and selling of spiritual things. It's named after Simon the magician, who attempted to purchase spiritual power from St. Peter. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out.
Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem or today, how to surprise someone with love, a surprise you got that was just so loving it moved you, moved your heart like these Marilyn and Sean that called in with those stories how someone gave them love. Wow, whether it's Valentine's Day or a, a special incident, I'm, my mind is rolling here. Um, I just thought of a couple, one friend who's a widow, um, maybe send her like a, one of those fruit arrangements or those, you know, those chocolate-covered fruit arrangements or flowers to some of our friends that we appreciate their marriage and their support. So think about that. So send, call in with ideas of how you were surprised by love or an idea to surprise someone with love that moves someone's heart. Um, or with your regular call, a question, or personal problem as you're struggling to live out your faith. There are hardships. There is suffering. We need to figure out what do we do and what how, what is our part and how much do we just know that God can only take care of it and how much does he expect us to take care of when we face hardship and struggles and problems in our life. So give me a call. Your calls drive the show. You decide what the topics are today. And the number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Our next caller is Joe from Georgia listening on Alexa device. So welcome to the show, Joe. Uh, can I help you today or do you want to help us with a, a story of love? Go ahead. Hey, Colleen, I want to talk about a story of love. My sister passed away on January 2nd, but she would always personalize cards. She would recycle cards and send them. She would cut out phrases from magazines and put them on the the greeting cards. And she used to do that for her family members. She did that for my mom, who had Alzheimer's. She did it for me. And then after she died, there were so many people who had just like... So many people came to her funeral. She was so loved and so appreciated. Mm. And people are just still telling the stories about what kindnesses she did for them. But another thing that she would do was send boxes of just little things. Um, she would send me boxes of things that she had bought over the months. It might be, might have been thrift store items, you know, might have been a package of napkins. But her boxes were so much fun to open. And they were just such a joy. But she would do that. I had a friend who had, uh, she told a story about how she was bedridden uh, in the last few months of her pregnancy with twins. And she said my sister would send her a gift every week. And she did that throughout the entire oh time that her friend was in bed. So it would just it's just a small thing. It seemed like such a small thing, but it had the greatest impact. So my sister passed away. I was in New Orleans. I came back to Atlanta last night, and um, I found next to my bed. I had opened it before I left, but my sister had sent me one of those Eat Your Peas cards, which she personalized for me and put photographs in it. And it was Eat Your Peas for Tough Times, a little wisdom and lasting promise. 
Mm, and it was, just, it was so nice to get that, you know, to have that next to my bed. And it was just a reminder of just how wonderful my sister was. Oh, beautiful. She left a, a beautiful scent behind her, a scent of love and caring. And isn't that what God calls all of us to do? You know, what do we leave behind us? Do we leave anger, irritation, or impatience? Or do we leave beauty and love and caring? And it sounds like your sister was so thoughtful. How wonderful. How blessed. Very thoughtful, yes. How blessed. Yes. And I bet you miss her a lot as well. Um, but to, to maybe take on her legacy and spread that joy and those little acts of kindness and maybe even make some cards even though people are using e-cards these days you know there still are cards and magazines or little notes that you can print and make up and send these little gifts to people what a beautiful example your sister is to all of us so I thank you for calling Joe and sharing that beautiful story with us of all the the beautiful scent of love and kindness that your sister spread so thanks be to God and thanks for calling God bless you. Thank you, Colleen. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Wow, how beautiful. that What her sister is remembered for is her love and kindness. Wow. All right, our next caller that dialed 877-573-7825 to get on today's mass appeal with either a question or personal problem or a love story. How to surprise someone with love or how did someone surprise you with love as we will celebrate Valentine's Day and we want to bring true love into the world. Well, let's go to Denise from Florida. Welcome to the show. Denise, do you have a question or a personal problem there? Go ahead, Denise. You're on the yes, air now. Yes, I do. Okay. How can yes, I help I do. you? Uh, well, my mom is 93 years old, and she is um, in hospice at my sister's house. Okay. And for the last few weeks, my sister says, I just wish God would take her. Ooh. She says, I'm just so spent, and I've offered to go over and help, but mm-hmm. I'm not physically able to do much, but at least mm-hmm. be there if my sister wants to run errands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I went over there for eight days, and then I got back home, and then last week she said she was putting her into uh, respite. Respite care, okay. um, Yeah, and then she would be coming back home, and then she gets back home and yesterday, and my sister said she was doing really good, you know, she's really happy and blah, blah, blah. And then she says, well, the nurse said we're going to put her on morphine and then quicken the, the death. And Wait, I was what about the death? You put her on morphine and then what was the word you said before death? Um, so they could quicken the death. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and I mean, all my life I've known my sister be, I thought of a, a good Catholic and... You know, but she says she just can't handle this anymore. I says, well, just put her in the hospital, you know, put yeah. her in, yeah. in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's too much money. My mom's got more than enough money oh, to take care of us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And and my sister doesn't want to waste the money. And she's been, and I oh. said, well, hire somebody to come in and take care of her. She just I don't want to waste the money. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> and, this is and, horrible and that healthcare comes down to money like that. Yeah, and it's it's making me sick. 
Yeah, you know? I can see why. And, so, and, and then she says, I think she'll be gone by the 3rd or the 4th <gasps> of February. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is one of the problems that comes up with hospice. Hospice is a beautiful experience to help someone die peacefully. And my dad was on hospice at the end when he lived with us. And there are rumors out there, there are stories, that, that some people try to hasten the death with morphine and a lot of times the depending on the hospice if it's really good catholic that lets god choose the time of death and other hospices just say it is sympathetic but we as catholics do not want to exacerbate um the the time of death or speed up the time of death because only god knows the timing of that person's death now morphine should only be used when it will maybe relax someone and help them breathe or keep them out of pain, but not to speed up the death. So I made that very clear to our the hospice workers that we are not interested in him, you know, being drugged on morphine to die. We want him to have the, as natural death as possible when God chooses to take him. But if we needed morphine, we would. So here's what you can do, or what your sister can do, is that if they need morphine temporarily, like one day, because their breathing is is uh, too um, you know is fluctuating too much, and they need to relax. You can do morphine a day without being addicted to it, and take them off. Or they become agitated and irritated. You can put them on morphine and take them off. So talk to the nurse about not permanent use of morphine, not increasing the morphine, not ex- uh, speeding up the death with morphine, but using it only as needed. And the nurse will need to respect that and so since you can't get over there you might be able to just chat with your sister about the the morality of not speeding up someone's death and trusting god that he knows the time yes you want to keep her comfortable and yes morphine can do that but we don't want to be adding more and more morphine so that we uh, they become unconscious and, and speed up the death so instead of being irritated about it because i'm sure that i mean i when you said that i'm just like getting a stomach ache thinking oh my goodness i bet denise is feeling you know really sick about this and so talk to her about us trusting in god for his timing and ask her if she would talk to the nurse uh, the hospice nurse or if you can talk to the hospice nurse about not speeding up the death only using morphine if necessary to keep the patient comfortable because you want her to to die peacefully and without pain in god's timing not speed it up and just tell her that it's she's still going to die but give her god's time to do it so see if you can talk to the nurse or your sister can talk to the nurse about that so then you do what you can do instead of being sick about it and then after you've done that um, call trust in God that that he will be in charge and take her as needed so thanks for the call Denise God bless you do what you can do and then leave the rest up to God but she's very stubborn and and this is mine I'm in charge mom mom wants me in charge Mm -hmm. okay then you can make that suggestion and then leave that up to God and you have no control over it so you pray then you pray for your sister and you pray for your mom that she is prepared and ready to see God as needed so thank you for the call we're up against break here we'll be back with more of Mass Appeal in just a moment it's as though the secular press 
has to shoehorn matters concerning fidelity or infidelity to church teaching into political labels of conservative versus liberal. And those political dichotomies are not entirely meaningless, but they most usually distort the discussion. This discussion is about receiving Christ worthily. And that is not a political discussion. And by the way, this discussion is not even new. If you go back to 1998, they also addressed the question from living the gospel of life. Again, in 2006, in Happier Those Who Are Called to His Supper. For Pope Francis, he drafted, when he was Archbishop of Buenos Aires, the Parisita document. The U.S. bishops are now forced to address this problem because we have now a Catholic president who is receiving Holy Communion, while at the same time he is a champion of expanded abortion rights. Cresta in the Afternoon. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popcha. Too often we parents get so caught up in the day-to-day grind of family life, appointments, chores, emails, and so on, that we don't spend enough time on our most important job, spiritually parenting our kids. What is spiritual parenting? It's nothing more than capturing our kids' hearts and then doing what we can to bring their hearts to God. The Liturgy of Domestic Church Life provides the rituals and routines we need to be good spiritual parents, prioritizing family time, being extravagant in our affection and affirmation, serving one another generously and cheerfully, and practicing gentle discipleship discipline. Ultimately, spiritual parenting is about helping our kids recognize their inherent worth so that they, in turn, can love God and others wholeheartedly. To find out more about spiritual parenting, check out our books, Parenting Your Kids with Grace and Parenting Your Teens and Tweens with Grace, or visit CatholicHOM.com. I'm Dr. Greg Potshack, but you can call me Family Man. To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective, or <laughs> get some ideas on how to do something really loving, how to surprise someone with love that will really move their hearts as we prepare for Valentine's Day this month. Give us a call with your question or personal problem, or with the surprise by love idea at 877-573-7825, 877-573-7825. Five pep talk, and uh, and we um, oh well I don't know if I'll say the Sean announcement. We'll take Destiny who from Oklahoma. Destiny, welcome to the show. You're on the air, and also Sean from Michigan. If you're listening, stay tuned. Um, it's over the top of the hour. We have a question for you um, from some other people that called in. So Sean, hang on, um, and we want to talk to you, or we want you to call in um, with some information. So Destiny from Oklahoma, listening on Oklahoma. Catholic Radio, again, a wonderful, wonderful network of stations covering Oklahoma. Destiny, you are on the air now. What's your question today? Well, let's just say um, most people blame television for a lot of the problems that we have uh, Mm -hmm. in the world today. Yep. And we uh, just celebrated the one-year anniversary of the passing of my favorite actor of all times from this one kids program. That I'd watch basically all the way through high school, and then then some. 
And back in high school, I was actually rather suicidal. Hmm. And I, let's just say, if it hadn't been for God used this one in particular actor to stop me. Oh, my goodness. What a wonderful act of God and inspiration and for you to be open and listen. How beautiful that God could work through that actor. Yeah. And what makes it kind of worse, I'm dealing with survivors remorse with him, is uh, because he actually took his own life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how do you thank that actor's family is what you told the call screener. So, you know, you might want to write a letter to his family, find wherever they are. You can probably find them on the Internet. And just let them know that his life had meaning, even though he, you know, passed with difficulty and succumbed to suicide. Um, it really helps the survivors of, you know, any death, particularly suicide, to know that something that, that, that their loved one did um, either saved a life or meant something to someone's life. So I'd say try to get in touch with his family, write them a note, and let them know we wanted you to know that your son or I guess it was daughter or son, um, this actor, their life had meaning even though it ended in such a tragedy. We want you to know how they touched my life and kept me from taking my own life. So it's worth um, go ahead and sharing that and be the light to others and give them a, a reason to know that their family's family members life had meaning for you so and you thanks be to god maybe have a mass said for that person who died the actor have a mass said for his family and thank god for his graces that spared you from when you contemplated suicide to choose life thanks for the call destiny we'll be back with more of mass appeal 8775 pep talk one more hour to go after this message Weekdays at 10 a.m., there's more to life. We want to help you celebrate the life you were meant to live. The truth is, God wants so much more for your life and relationships. We want to help you cooperate with His grace and get all that He wants to give you. Weekdays at 10 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson. This week, Face Act prosecutions found six pro-life activists guilty in a Tennessee federal courtroom. The greatest criticism of these convictions is that the actions prosecuted were very arguably peaceful, while other allegations of Face Act crimes against churches and pro-life clinics have been patently violent. Of literally hundreds of such cases, there have been only four prosecutions. Catholic bishops are strongly opposing Maryland legislation opening the door to legalized arrangement of early death or assisted suicide. They say medical advancements in palliative care protect the dignity of each patient and undermine pro-euthanasia arguments. Maryland residents are urged to inform themselves and contact their state legislators. This is Life News Radio. The view, the accurate view of the human person changes everything. The news you hear and see pertaining to the human person has the power to inform or misinform your opinions and what you do with the gift of life and what you allow your government to do. We hope you will carefully assess what you hear, read, and view. 
Last year, 10 Oregon legislators denied a legislative quorum to bring a modest compromise to radical abortion legislation. The state Supreme Court has affirmed elections officials who say these 10 may not run for re-election. Oregon Right to Life is hosting a lobby day February 8th to seek a single concession in Born Alive Infant Protections. And National Right to Life is promoting Dr. Mildred Jefferson being given particular attention in Black History Month. Dr. Jefferson, the first black woman to graduate from Harvard Medical, died in 2010, having spent decades eloquently defending the right to life. For pro-life headlines delivered to your email address daily, sign up at lifenews.com. This has been Life News Radio. Ever thought you'd make a bundle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, and Ave Maria Radio Station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. our second hour of Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. I'm a certified life coach. I have a background in family life education, theology, and health. I taught religion at every grade level. I've raised five kids to adulthood and survived a family of nine kids. I have a master's degree in health education and honorary doctorate in humane letters, teaching certificates in science, health, theology, and physical education. And I'm here to help you for 20 almost 25 years now on Catholic Radio. I'm the mother of five adult children. I've been married for over, well, almost 50 years now. And I grew up second oldest of nine children in the Chicago area, so we have had a lot of your same problems. So we're trying to figure out how to improve our lives, become more Christ-like for others, one step at a time as we face our struggles of the day. And tomorrow's readings send us to those hardships. Those of you that are familiar with the book of Job, Job, Job got everything taken away from him. He was tested by the devil. And he, he finally did say, God gave me everything. God takes everything away. Blessed be the Lord our God. Because God knew that Job was so faithful he could survive all these trials. How are we doing with our trials? Well, sometimes someone comes to our rescue, like the Good Samaritan, to bring us some joy. So today we're taking questions. Regular questions, personal problems with the hardships, difficulties, or extra decisions we need to make in our lives. Or, if you want to share with us 
how you were surprised by love. Someone uh, performed some kind of act of love here, whether it was Valentine's Day or some other difficult time of your life, and you were moved by God's love through this person. So we're taking surprised by love ideas as well as your regular questions or personal problems here in our second hour of Mass Appeal. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And if you want to learn more about my work, my life coaching, my books, um, and some of the things we've talked about on the radio that I put on my blog, you can go to my website, Respect. The number four, the letter U, respectforyou.com. And for the links to the TV show that I was on last week on EWTN, Jim and, at Home with Jim and Joy, when I explained how I got into teaching chastity and how to utilize the program in your parish or home or group, um, you can go to my Facebook fan page, Colleen Kelly Mast, and I posted both of those there for you to view because they're on YouTube. Jim and Joy interviewing Colleen Kelly Mast. You can find that on YouTube as well. But for now, give us a call with your question or personal problem. You decide what the topics are this hour, what question or personal problem you have, or you can also call in with how you were surprised by some act of love that moved your heart at a time of need. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And I told Sean, who called last hour, to hang on because... Sean, it was our second caller in our first hour, and he has a 23-year-old autistic son who's nonverbal, and they go to a certain restaurant every Sunday. And they went a couple weeks ago in the snowstorm, and the whole staff kept the restaurant open just to wait on him and served him. And other people have called in and said, what restaurant is that in Michigan? Because we want to go there just to support that owner and his kindness. So, Sean, if you're listening or maybe somebody that works at that restaurant or owns a restaurant, call in and tell our call screener the name of your restaurant. And those people that have called in and said, we want to support that restaurant, we'll give them the name of your restaurant. Or if the owner calls in and says, you can even say the name on the air, we will do that too. So we'll reward um, that act of kindness and give us an idea of whose business do we want to support if the people are that kind. So, Sean, call back in if you want and tell Melissa what restaurant it is. 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Let's go ahead and take um, Carol from New Jersey here before. I was going to do a opening monologue, but I know Carol's been waiting and she has a personal problem, so we'll do that and I can save my monologue for later or next week, however the spirit moves us. So Carol from New Jersey, we'll put your question on the air now. Go ahead, Carol. You are on the air. What's your question? Thank you. Thank you so much, Colleen. I really appreciate it. I am a relatively new Catholic, only four four years now. Welcome. And I love what you have to say. But I have the craziest problem. Um, I and a number of volunteers have worked with a food pantry and really, through God, built this food pantry up from not having any food 
to be able to help all of the other food pantries in the county that that food pantry is in, plus mm. uh, kids at a number of school systems with over weekend bags, enough to feed them and a little extra to feed some of their family because mm. we know if they're not eating. Yeah. Uh, we go to senior housing. I mean, it's fabulous. And I have someone who is actively trying to shut this food pantry down. It began before Christmas, and um, we are all so upset. I've been to my priest twice about this, and um, they're not, you know, they're not telling truth. They're telling, like, twisting truth. You know, they say, like, the food pantry has no counting ledgers. Well, there's no money that goes in that food pantry at all. The donations go somewhere else, and and that those people buy the food for us. Mm. So, you know, it looks bad, and, yeah. and I have been really trying hard to give it to God uh, because I know God has been there right from the get-go. He's answered mm-hmm. my prayers, but it is so hard for me. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's look and see where there is truth here, what might be God's will, and why people are trying to shut it down and see if we can get some clues there. Uh, First of all, if there are people complaining about anything, whether it's our spouse complaining about us or people complaining about your food food pantry, and you say they're twisting the truth, let's look to see what is the truth and how do we clarify the truth. If they think something fishy is going on with the way the money comes in and the way the food comes out, then fix that. Fix the either bring it out in the open so you shed light on the truth and and publicize that or bring them in and sit them down and say this is exactly what's happening, this is how the money goes, this is why we're supposed to do it, or change the way it's done if they believe that it's fishy. Do you need to set up a, a specific nonprofit organization? Is it coming through the church itself? Think of if they're saying that it is twisting the truth, find out should you either clarify it or should you correct something so that they cannot twist it so that would be the first thing to do and then of course we should continue to pray that we are doing God's will is this God's will that it shuts down in this format or is this God's will that these people quit complaining and know the truth about it maybe they need to participate in the board maybe they need to be one of the donors maybe they need to find a lawyer friend to to clarify everything because you see that is doing good or if you've tried everything that you can, Carol, to to clarify the truth, um, to rectify any problems or misunderstandings, uh, and then they want to shut it down, then think if you've done everything that you can, accept that reality that God wants to shut down that food pantry as it was regulated or as it was created, because God cannot be stopped. He's going to bring up something bigger or better or through a different organization or for with more money or more food and so you you fight as as well as you can to seek that justice with great love with great truth and you um, confront the people that are trying to uh, shut it down with truth and with clarity and with all the the the, uh, wonderful legal means that you can and if it still seems they want to shut it down 
surrender to that, like Jesus surrendered to the crucifixion. He didn't even fight it, knowing that God is going to rise it up on the third day or the third week or the third month and bring something better out of it. So this is one of those issues that seems uh, difficult at the moment and it seems like, oh my goodness, what are people going to do without this food pantry? And then we trust in God who rose from the dead of his own power. Jesus Christ rose from the dead and made all things new. So, fight your best. Fight with charity, goodness, and truth. And then see what God does with it after that. See if he wants to raise it up in a different format or rescue the way that it is. But totally trust him with that one. Okay, Carol? So surrender. Give it up. Give it up to him. Do your best and see what comes of that. All right, Carol? Thank you, Colleen. That's, it's just so good to hear that. And, um, yes. Okay. That's where I'm at. I'm okay, because this is how our, our we live the Paschal mystery of life, that every crucifixion can turn into a resurrection. And it looks bad on Good Friday, and the same now as if this food pantry shut down. But trust in God that he has a plan that is bigger than ours as long as you're doing your best. And I know when my uh, younger boys went to a, one of the private Catholic schools, the uh, the poster on the wall was, do your best, God will do the rest. And they used to say that poem oh, all the that. time. So <laughs> do your best, God will do the rest, and he will not let these people starve. He will come in some way to rescue this effort that is even better than what's there if these people are successful shutting it down after you've shed light on the truth. Okay, Carol, you're ready to go now. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You God have a great you. week. Okay. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, and that might give someone a chance, some other organization or someone to rise up and, and take their inheritance and build a you know a food pantry for the community in some other way or some or, other organization will come and rescue that effort if this gets shut down. So don't be stressed about it. It's not your problem. This is God's problem. You do the best you can and God will do the rest. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal. Give us a call with your question or personal problem, or since we're prepping for Valentine's Day, call in with some act of love, some act of kindness that surprised you with love. And the number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. And also, Sean, call back. Tell us what restaurant that was that stayed open during the snowstorm for you and your autistic son and your family to have a meal together there. Again, same number, 877-573-7825, and we'll be back with your calls in just a moment. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, weekdays on Ave Maria Radio. How are we treating God? Are we treating him like a magic wand, a rabbit's foot, only going to him when we need something? The results, if we don't stay in a relationship with God, and I know this from personal experience, much of the suffering that I had in my life has been brought on by my own stupid mistakes. We have to have God front and center of our life every day. As Father Michael Schmidt says, we're all called to be saints. We have to stand up and fight. We can't just grab God when we need something. He's not a slot machine. Putting coins in and pulling the one-armed bandit and expecting to win a big prize. We have to have that relationship with God so we can truly do His will and be truly happy. 
So follow him, not just once in a while, but every single moment. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, weekday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. My husband is a total crack-up. He really does make me laugh. He has that sense of humor where you don't know if he's serious or not. I've witnessed many people duped by his commentary, thinking that what he was saying was true. In reality, he was just joking around. He's often very quick-witted. His humor often includes a movie line or lyrics from a song. He has this ability to be in tune with others. I'm convinced we all need to laugh more. However, we must be careful not to engage in humor that is degrading or insulting to others. Life itself can be funny, and sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves, but never at the expense of others in a hurtful way. I sometimes think if I don't laugh at the insanity in this world, I'll end up crying. Humor can be healthy and healing. Just make sure that when you're cracking that joke, that if you saw Jesus standing right next to you, he'd be laughing too. This has been a Christ Center communication message. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo, a communications evangelist and host of Epiphany. Welcome to Mast Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. I'm a life coach, author, speaker, mother, wife. If you're facing some personal problems, and believe me, we have faced plenty. <laughs> we can explore your options and offer some solutions. I can offer you some ideas, maybe some action steps. What can you do to make a change or address your concerns or accept what's inevitable and pray that God will make a difference. So even when your problems are caused by other people, sometimes We can change the way we respond to them. We can find peace for ourselves and maybe even our reaction, even in our own marriage and family, our reaction can change them. When we respond with love and mercy, it can change the person that was antagonistic toward us. So they can't make us be mean if we are filled with the love of God and the mercy of God. So think about that. Give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Sean, call back with what restaurant stayed open for you and your son during that snowstorm. And uh, we'll, uh, some people want to know how to support that restaurant. And then any of you who have been the recipient of some kind of act of love since it's February and we're preparing for Valentine's Day, how can we surprise someone with love? Who surprised you with love? Like um, Marilyn, this is her, her friends, a couple that she knows from church, sent her roses on a day that would have been sad for her um, the, on Valentine's Day. Or Sean, who's... Uh, the, the people at the restaurant stayed open during a snowstorm for his son or Joe who called in last hour and her sister just left streams of kindness and acts of kindness and packages and cards and things behind her to bring joy to people. So share an idea. 
of how we can bring joy to others or how someone has brought joy to you so we can share the love or call in with your question or personal problem. 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. If you want to learn more about my work, go to my website, respectforyou.com. Sign up for life coaching or get one of my books, Respect the Number 4, the letter U.com. And we're chatting about uh, earlier about tomorrow's readings as we prepare always for Sunday. I start preparing on Thursday for Sunday during my adoration hour. And we see hardships faced by Job. We see hardships faced by Paul. And then we see Jesus come, go off and pray, and then heal others. And you've probably heard that dozens of times, you know, that Paschal Mystery of Life or how hardships help us grow in virtue. And you've probably heard, like, don't pray for patience. (laughs) You know what happens if you do? Because the implication there is that God will answer your prayer for patience by sending difficulties your way and allowing you to practice patience. How many people say, oh, I don't have enough patience to practice or to have children? And I'll say, well, having children is what helps you grow in patience because God gives you this cute little child that loves you so much they cannot get through the night without you. They're helpless. They can't even eat without you. And he gives you this heart full of love, particularly the um, oxytocin of the mother, the vasopressin of the father, that these hormones move you to love this child. And you grow in your capacity to love and be patient by having children. You don't wait till you have the patience and have children. You are open to life, you have children, and then God will give you what you need, especially if you got married in the church and you have that sacramental grace. Because we know that there will be trouble in the world. And Jesus told his disciples, John chapter 16, verse 33, in this world you will have trouble, he told his disciples. So sooner or later, you're going to have troubles in your life. And uh, it's going to come your way. But he says, take heart. I have overcome the world. And that's how we were able to give Carol some hope with the stress she was facing right now and setting down her food pantry. So if you need some hope or some encouragement in a trial that you're facing right now or a hardship you're facing, give me a call with your question or personal problem. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal. And the number to get on today's show, if there are lines open waiting to hear from you, I know there was a long line just to get on last hour, but now there are lines open. We got through those lines. The number is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. So when suffering comes, we look to see what God might be doing for us or what benefit he can bring to us or the situation, even if it was a result of original sin or he couldn't stop the free will of the person who... Um, or the circumstance that caused that, or he couldn't stop the circumstance if it was something, you know, inherited or genetic. And so how often do we only learn patience when we are maybe convalescing from an illness or waiting in traffic or um, we get in the slowest grocery store line or waiting for that important phone call or letter or diagnosis. I know that I taught my children when a train comes, we would cheer because it would give us a chance to see how many Hail Marys or how many decades of the rosary we could pray if it was a freight train, how this would connect us to God. And then when we were in line at a grocery store and it took a long time, 
time, and I'd have a couple little kids with me, we would sing that Patience song that to the tune of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Some of you that are regular listeners might have used that with your children, the Patience song. And it is posted on the blog in my website from probably a year ago. So you can scroll back in my blog at respectforyou.com and print a copy of that Patience song for your children or grandchildren. So what does it take for God to help you to become more patient? Maybe caring for a sick parent or a spouse or being patient with a sibling that you disagree with or caring for a small child. Or even if patience is not your first response, like, I don't want to be patient, God. You know, you can collect yourself, go off in quiet, even if it's in that same room like Jesus did, and you become more peaceful by accepting that event, accepting that incident, accepting that hardship and you say how can I accept that because it's wrong well that's what Carol was thinking so give us a call if you're having trouble accepting a certain incident or event that might not be God's will but it was allowed and how can you turn that into a lesson of patience or calmness or goodness or mercy give us a call with your question or personal problem the number to get on today's show is 877-573- 7825-877-5-PEP-TALK. So it's hard to be patient when we're in pain, especially. And I talked to someone earlier who was in pain, and I know that we've chatted about those uh, life wave patches before, that um, some of the patches take pain away instantly, and sometimes it takes, you know, several months for people to get out of pain. But, but God keeps sending us ways to, to be healed. As, he, as we read about in Sunday's Gospel, you know, he healed Simon's mother-in-law who was sick with a fever. He healed people who were ill or possessed. So trusting in God that he can heal us in some way, or maybe as oh, Denise from Florida um, heal her mom by a, a, a passing to the next life, but not speeding up her death. So when we think about these struggles, how can we grow to be more like Christ? Or how do we increase our gratitude instead of feeling sorry for ourselves when we're in pain? Or, you know, when we're sick or in pain, you know, you can fill yourself with gratitude, you know, and that changes the way your brain responds. You know, we can think about things we can do or enjoy. You know, like, be more thankful that we have food and shelter, that you're not out in the street in pain. Or be thankful for good doctors or caregivers or friends or for some of the healing modes that you've discovered. Or be grateful that you can read, write, walk, think, or even drive. And while you're waiting to heal, you can learn of other people who have more serious problems or ailments than you have. You know, then your difficulties will seem smaller in comparison. Maybe you need to do some volunteer work or make some rosaries or send some letters or call people and cheer them up to keep you from complaining about what your hardships might be. So think about that. Another uh, benefit of hardship might be humility. Sometimes it makes us um, dependent on others, which seems like so anti-American, or sometimes it makes us dependent on God, you know, because we're thinking, oh, we want to be independent, right? Well, independence is not a virtue either. You know, if somebody who takes really good care of yourself and you get sick or injured, you know, we're humiliated then. You know, you take pride in all that good organic food, exercise, vitamins, fresh air, all that positive living, and then you sprain your ankle and fall in the ice. 
you see firsthand how quickly we can become infirm and we can grow in humility. Give us a call with your question or personal problem or share an act of kindness, a surprise that we can give someone that would be a kind act. 877-5-PEP-TALK is the number. Teresa Tamio and Deacon Dom are coming to Belleville for a special event you won't want to miss. Join us for dinner and a presentation called How Practicing the Works of Mercy Brings Out the Best in Marriage on Friday, February 9th. Teresa and Deacon Dom have been leading marriage retreats and pilgrimages since their journey home to the Catholic Church. Come to St. Anthony Catholic Church on Friday, February 9th, starting with dinner at 6. Tickets are only $25 each and are going fast. More details at stanthonybelleville.com. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popcha. We Catholics have lots of ways to pray. Novenas, litanies, meditations, you name it, we've got it. With so many ways to pray, there's sure to be a way that fits your family. No matter how you pray, though, it's important to remember why we pray. As the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, prayer is, quote, a vital and personal relationship with the living and true God, close quote. When we sit down to pray as a family, we're not just checking off another chore on our to-do list. We're helping one another deepen our relationship with God and each other. If you're not sure where to begin, try this. Before meals and family gatherings, say, let's remember to take a moment to be in God's presence. And then take even 30 seconds to praise God, to thank Him, and to ask for His grace and blessing for your family. For more ideas about praying with your family, visit CatholicHOM.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, but you can call me family. To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Or today, call in with a surprise act of love that we can spread love and goodness in our world here, as we approach Valentine's Day, think of people who are lonely, and you don't even know who might be lonely that doesn't act like it because they cover it up. Think of anyone you can share love with, whether it's a note or a phone call or an email or a text. Think of that. Okay, our next caller is Hung from Washington, listening on Sacred Heart Radio. Is she? Does she want to go on the air? Okay, okay. No. Oh. I, I don't want to go on air, but uh, hello? Okay, you don't want to go on the air, but you told your question to the call screener. Okay, got it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I already, you know what? Would you show me, you know what? Because 
you know my niece um like the app um tell her which book to to buy you know and okay. then uh, you know on the book on the book cover it already have like like little girls like maybe like teenager mm-hmm. in uh, in modest uh, 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 okay you know and and, and then and then picture like picture just just illustration of girls that cling to the boy you know and kiss the boy you know so do you have any do you have any suggestion these are my yeah except for a price and prejudice and emma those are too old for children this you know these are my specialties yes hong i have i have this so go to my website for your 13 year old niece and, and I have books, so many books that 13 covers like all three of my books. So go to Respect, the number four, the letter U, or you can call our office, the Respect office at 877-6-RESPECT. That's 877-673-7732. And you can order for a 13-year-old niece. That, um, you're right, the, a book that even has modest people on the cover. So 13 13-year-old, first of all, you could get her Love Ed, Level 2 Girls, Raising Kids That Are Strong, Smart, and Pure. So Love Ed Level 2 would be one wonderful book for your 13-year-old niece because she can read it. And whether or not she wants to stream the Love Ed videos um, is fine because everything's in the book, whether or not you see the video. So Love Ed Level 2 would be perfect for a 13-year-old girl. And that will walk her through um, how to be modest, as you say, um, how to approach um, her growing body, what virtue she needs to grow in as she's growing, um, the facts of life and the meaning of life and the sacredness of the, the power to give life as well as life itself. So Love Ed Level 2 will do that. But then if she's out like in a public school dating and needs some dating guidelines of what to do, what not to do, I would also get her a copy of Love and Life. A Christian Sexual Morality Guide for Teens, and that would be the student workbook. So I give Love Ed Level 2, Love and Life Student Workbook. So when she's done with Love Ed Level 2, she can go through Love and Life because that's more a little bit older. It's about dating and preparing for dating and dating guidelines and looking at the music that you listen to, what influences your attitude and approach, and what God really wants us to understand about the beauty and the gift of love and marriage. So. Love and Life Student Workbook. So that's two books. Love Ed Level 2, Love and Life Student Workbook. This is for your 13-year-old niece. And the third thing I would recommend is, especially if she's in public school or not predisposed to liking the religious perspective of thing and she just wants something practical, Sex Respect, The Option of True Sexual Freedom Student Workbook, which actually I'm going to be revising this year. But right now, Sex Respect, the student workbook, will help uh, young people who are secular thinking kind of sort out with critical thinking what influence the culture is having on us and the errors in that for the human person. So I define in Sex Respect from a public health perspective what is freedom, whatever what is slavery to our sex drives um what is the difference between an animal and a human being what makes us fear 
what makes us free, why we should be abstinent until marriage, what are the consequences of not waiting until marriage, and what we should look. There's a whole section on dating. What is it for? Why should we date? How do we date? How to set limits in dating? And how to look toward what a good marriage could be in our future. So all three of those books have different information in them, Hong. So um, I would start with Love Ed Level 2 for your 13-year-old niece and then move to the Love and Life Student Workbook and then to the Sex Respect Student Workbook for facing or defending those that choice of abstinence and chastity out in the world. And modesty is covered in all three of them as well. So go to respectforyou.com, respect the number four, the letter U.com for your 13-year-old niece. Get Love Ed Level 2, Love and Life Student Workbook, and Sex Respect, the option of true sexual freedom. And if you think her mom, or if you're going to be talking to her, wants to do the adult part, each of those has a parent guide to go with it. So the Love Ed Parent Guide would cover answering questions for kids from age two or three until 15. That's the Love Ed Parent Guide, Raising Kids Who Are Strong, Smart, and Pure. The Love Ed Parent Guide, Love and Life Parent Guide would get you into more um, understanding of deeper Catholic morality. And the Sex Respect Parent Guide would help you with conversations and exercises you can discuss with your teenager. So all those three, Love Ed, Love and Life, and Sex Respect, have a student workbook and a parent guide if you want all six of them or you just want the books for her. So good question, and thank you for caring about your niece. If When our nieces and nephews and grandchildren and children are dressing immodestly, taking on the the view of the culture, which is such a distorted, degrading view of the human person and sexuality, that if we have some resources here, which I do at respect, the number four, the letter U, that can help them. Let's take advantage of those. Get these books in their hands. Start with Love Ed Level 2 for a 13-year-old. Move to Love and Life Student Workbook, the Sex Respect Student Workbook. And if you need the parents' guides, go ahead and do that. We, as Catholics, have to spread the the truth and meaning of human sexuality to this next generation. And those will give them the information they need and hopefully the motivation that they need with your encouragement to live Live a life of what real love is and not this distorted version of using people that's so prevalent in our culture today. So go to my website, respectforyou.com, respect the number four, the letter U.com. Get all three of those student workbooks and parents' guides if you need them. Thanks for the call, Hong. You give us a call, too, with your question or personal problem. We have almost a half an hour left here on... Mast Appeal for your questions or personal problems, 877-573-7825. Maybe you've been hearing a lot about the need to make a spiritual communion while participating from home in a live-streamed or broadcast Mass. By asking for spiritual communion, we are acknowledging that the Holy Mass is the perfect best way to worship God. The priest intercedes perfectly for us with God the Father because he acts in persona Christi. This is the time to see that through the priest's representation of Christ's sacrifice on Calvary, we are never separated from our Lord. Jesus, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. 
What does the Eighth Commandment demand of us? The Catholic Catechism says this commandment forbids misrepresenting the truth in our relations with others. This derives from the vocation of holy people to bear witness to their God who is truth and who wills the truth. Offenses against the truth, either by word or deed, are fundamental infidelities to God and thus undermine the foundation of our covenant with him. The Old Testament tells us God is the source of all truth. His word is truth, as is his law. Jesus Christ is the whole of God's truth made manifest. To follow Christ is to live in the spirit of truth, says the Catechism. Jesus taught his disciples the unequivocal nature of truth when he instructed them, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more is from the evil one. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Light of the East, weekends on Ave Maria Radio. I am Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, in the temple, the elder Simeon holds Christ in his hands and then asks to be dismissed from this world. What do we say with God entering our entire being? Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. This is Colleen Kelly Mass, a life coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and friend to all of you. It's a pleasure to be here with you every Saturday morning for these two hours, offering free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. And this week, you can also call in with a good love story, some act of love that someone has performed for you that touched your heart so we have some ideas on how to really celebrate these next a few days or more than a week um, to approach Valentine's Day um, here in February. How do we spread God's love? I still think of Joe's sister that called last hour. She leaves messages and notes and sends surprise packages giving me ideas of what to do. We've got time. We've got time to share God's love and generosity with others to bring God's love into the world. Okay, Judy from New York called, and she didn't stay on the air, but she said thank you. She says it's important what we do here at Mast Appeal. So thank you so much for the kind words, Judy. I'm glad you appreciate us getting up here on Saturday morning and putting us on the air and all of our wonderful callers and listeners that make this show happen. And you can make it happen, too. Still get on today's show at 877 877- 573-7825-877-5-PEP Talk. Steve from Connecticut listening on Sirius XM Radio. I know that's channel 130. So, Steve, welcome to the show. How can I help you today? Yes, Colleen, thank you for taking my call. Um, I'll just make my comment and maybe uh, get off the air. You can let me know what you think. I've been married to the same bo- I've been married to the same woman for for 30, 31 years. Uh, to me, she's an angel that fell from the sky. Mm. But she has she has um, she has two 
two sons, one that's 44, 43, and the other one is about 36. I believe he's a millionaire by now. He works in the computer industry. Wow. Um, but they, um, and I, we, we live on the oldest son's property, and right now he's evicting us. <gasps> and, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a family dynamic issue. These, these two boys just not, have not made time uh, for their mother. I wake up every day with um, a little bit of heartache and, uh, yeah. you know, mental disturbance that these guys don't reach out to her. And the reason, it's a long story why he is evicting us. Um, they made some promises that he broke to us um, about five years ago, and uh, we've just been riding out this storm of anger and frustration. Mm -hmm. I feel very bad for her. Uh, she, we, we relocated it back in Connecticut uh, so to be closer to his children, our, our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and him and his wife have basically turned against us when uh, we couldn't sort of pay the taxes up front. Mm. And uh, and he's using he's using that as a as a leverage to get rid of us, and I find that extremely disturbing. That I, come from a, uh, I, I come from a I come from a you know um, a well loved Catholic Italian family. <laughs> my wife my, my wife is uh, was my wife converted from uh, from being a Methodist to, to Catholicism about 15 years ago. But uh, there just doesn't seem to be any time or love for their mother. And with that, um, I'll hang up, and maybe you can give us a little suggestion. Okay. All right, Steve. I'm glad you came from a big Catholic Italian family because you learned what love is. You had the hugs and the kisses and the food and the, the joy and the and as well as the screaming. <laughs> Get out of here. Help us. Um, everything that's so beautiful about good Italian Catholic families. We lived across the street from one for a while, and it was such a joy um, to, to watch them interact. So anyway, wow, this is wrong. You're right. This is an Justice. She's got one. She's got one son who's a millionaire by now. Another son who owns this property and evicting you. It would be a natural response for you to be angry and frustrated. But what is that anger and frustration going to do for you? Absolutely nothing but make you sick. So that how do we respond to this? Well, first of all, if you've, I would suspect you've done everything you can to try to reason with them. And they seem to be unreasonable, which is why you are being evicted right now. But you still can shed some love. And in the, the exiting, you can even, as we're preparing here for Valentine's Day with acts of love, do something very kind for them that they know they do not deserve. So instead of being fair and getting them what you would think would be justice, we want to override that desire for justice with love. And so as you're exiting, uh, being evicted, send them either, I don't know, like a beautiful card that you can, you know, color or draw yourself or press flowers on it or, um, or create it on your computer or just write it up. Um, um, in beautiful handwriting, send them a card, a thank you card, for all the time that you that they allowed you to live there. And any joy that you may have ever experienced with being close to the grandchildren, just just forget the anger and frustration. 
um, bear wrongs patiently, as the spiritual works of mercy would say, and send them a thank you note with hearts and flowers on it as for Valentine's Day and just say, um, as difficult as it is, we want to thank you so much for uh, the, uh, for us being able to, to live here and for your generosity. And so thank them for some kind of virtue or some kind of good that you see. And that is, I think it's in the book of James, they would be like heaping burning coals over their head when you return a meanness with a kindness. So I would presume that you've already done everything you can to stay there and then just go. Go find another place and then see how kind you can be um, to them in, in thanking them. And then ask Jesus in either before the Blessed Sacrament or right after Mass to heal that wound of anger and frustration and give you the gift of understanding, the gift of the Holy Spirit to understand why they might be that way, what wounds they might have in them that would make them so mean. Because what they're doing is wrong, but trying to correct that doesn't sound like it's going to get you anywhere. And so to accept that reality and give them love and give them the son that's not evicting you, the one who's a millionaire. Send him some kind of love. Thank you so much um, for you know your love during the years, presuming that it's good. Um, and happy Valentine's Day. Now you, as not exactly their father, but as their mother's husband, can also give them a little another card. That's a bit of advice um, besides the, the one that's just all flowery and good and thank you and we love you. You can send another card just from you, not from you and your wife, that would say, as we celebrate this Feast of Valentine's Day and think about all the love that we share, I just want to give you a tip um, to, to leave some love behind and maybe consider spending more time with your mom or sending her a valentine send yours early like this week and say find a way that you can show love and appreciation for your mom who gave you life and just say consider maybe something for valentine's day or maybe something by mother's day because as she's getting older she needs to hear that you love and appreciate the gift of life that she gave you. So make that a separate thing from the, the love that you're going to give them for Valentine's Day and separate from the thank you for being evicted. But it would still be good for you to remind them separately in a kind of card that you can mail. I wouldn't do it in a text or anything. Just a reminder, like, your mother loves you. She brought you into this world. And maybe even find some nice quote or meme that you can print off the Internet and just send them a little reminder that your mom needs your love. And one of your jobs as a, a son is to show her love in any way that you can. So go ahead and give them that reminder to love. Um, but uh, but take this beating like like Jesus took those that scourging. It's wrong. Um, there's and you can't change it right now. But you can still love anyway, and you can still remind these sons to love their mother. I hope that helps you, Steve, and I hope everybody in similar situations. Time for our break. We'll be back with more of Mass Appeal right after this message. This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John wants to talk about being transformed. 
The Eucharist, it's the source and summit of our lives as Christians. We know it to be Jesus himself, but do we recognize what Jesus is doing through this precious gift for us? Join us this week as Father John shows us how through the Eucharist, Jesus transforms us to be more like him, and later in the week when he answers why there's so many different religions. Tune in for Christ is the Answer, Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. The Heart of the Interior Life with Elizabeth Jingle. St. Ignatius of Loyola encourages us in the sixth rule of his 14 rules for the discernment of spirits to practice much examination when we are experiencing spiritual desolation. We may find ourselves in the struggle of spiritual desolation, uncertain as to how it even began. Practicing much examination is to go within our hearts and ask, when did this desolation begin? Instead of distracting ourselves to avoid the difficulty of going within, practicing much examination redirects us from diversion and causes us to look at the source of the spiritual desolation. Father Timothy Gallagher writes, The much examination that Ignatius counsels here directly counters such flight into diversion. In the time of the spiritual desolation itself, we interiorly stop and ask, What is happening in my heart? Am I in spiritual desolation? What action will help me to reject it? For more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. Ever thought you'd make a bungle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net. Already of Mast Appeal. It's a pleasure to be with you every Saturday morning. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. You can learn more about my work, my life coaching, my books. I mentioned Love Ed Level 2 for 13 year old niece, uh, Love and Life Student Workbook, Sex Respect Student Workbook, and Parents Guys to go with each of those. Go to my website, Respect for you. Respect the number four at the letter u.com to learn more about the books and my life coaching. And we have been talking about uh, having hope in, in Jesus Christ. Our sure hope is in Christ. Even though these this weekend's readings like Job, I got everything taken away from him. Paul, he's in prison. He's discouraged. And Romans, Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 5 um, says, we and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. And so our last caller today here is Frank from Pennsylvania who's probably had every reason to be discouraged in his suffering. Frank's a regular listener here, but he stumbled upon Mass Appeal and Catholic Radio and we were riding the waves with him. So Frank, you're on the air. What did you want to say today? Hi, Colleen Kelly. Hi. Um, first, I want to say... Um, 
you and your great listening audience say a prayer for two Philly cops. One last Friday, January, was that? The 26th, I believe. And this Wednesday just passed, January 31st, were shot doing their job. Oh, so pray okay. Yes, we have we wonderful prayer warriors. Oh, we have prayer warriors here in our audience. Okay, we will lift up a prayer right now and after the show as well. Pray for two police. And, and okay. What Steve said... I felt sorry for him. I said a prayer for you already, Steve, and I'll do one later on, too. But when you said about a person's okay, but then they break an ankle or sprain an ankle, then they're pretty oh, yeah. much homebound. Yeah. That's kind of a kind of double whammy for me. I mean, uh, five years ago was the fire next to a neighbor. My house got damaged. I had to move out. I stayed with mom. I stayed with mom. But then I worsened. I'm pretty much stuck here. But... I'm not mm. getting thrown out, but I'm told all the time, cursed at, yelled at, put down, shut down, tells me to leave uh, the house. Uh, and I'm being polite. It's always yelled at, cursed at, all the time. <laughs> and, um, I, it's frustrating at times. Yeah. Um, Frank, are you able God. to grasp that presence of God? Are you able to, to realize that it's her woundedness that's hurting all you? Okay, good. Okay, good. But um, that's like, um, because when I met you in June... Well, not me. You're just talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, talk, talk down the radio. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, my, my great friend, Kat Ballou in South Philly, uh, I, got, I got a great psychologist, Dr. Paul Dakin in, in Benshaw, Pennsylvania. Oh, good. I have a priest who comes to my house, or mom's house, once a month. Oh, wonderful. Beautiful. The I get down on times, but for the most part, I'm doing pretty good. Because oh. I thank you. And in that, in Michigan, hi, in that. <laughs> All right. And a lot of people out there, when you feel down, I get it at times. I have suicidal thoughts at times. Um, it's temporary. It's temporary. Yes. And sometimes it can be really bad sometimes, but it's yeah. temporary. Suicide is permanent. Mm. That's all. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Thank you so much for that advice. You're right. We do get discouraged, and I love how you said it's only temporary. Any emotion is temporary. It passes. We experience the emotion. We don't have to stuff it in or push it away. We experience that emotion. Yes, Lord, I am sad. Yes, Lord, I am discouraged. Yes, Lord, I am pain. I experience pain, and you experience all these things on the cross, and I know in hope in Jesus Christ that we will all rise again whether it's in this world or the next so thank you so much for uh, for your good spirits and encouraging words for people to not do something like suicide not make it an end that is permanent but these feelings are temporary and we can have hope in christ because it's easy to persevere when all is going well but there are difficulties, and we have a choice. We can give up. You know, we can lapse into self-pity. We can decide to stand firm and persevere. So persevering changes our character, as Paul says. It opens the doors of our souls to hope. So hope consists in an expectation of a positive future, and that's what Romans chapter 5 promises us. Thanks so much for the call, Frank. God bless you all. We'll be back with more of Mass Appeal next week, reminding you to be another Christ and be Christ to others. Bring joy this week. It's produced by Ave Maria Radio and broadcast through the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Copies can be purchased or free downloads can be found at the Ave Maria website, AveMariaRadio.net. If you have a comment or question for Colleen, write to Colleen at AveMariaRadio.net 
or Mass Appeal at AveMariaRadio.net. And listen for Mass Appeal Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 Eastern Time for free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The Doctor is in on Ave Maria Radio. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Durandi here. Let us take your child from the before picture on Brass today to poster child for PTA Parent of the Year. If you tune in, hopefully we can make that happen. Dr. Ray Durandi, weekdays at 1 on Ave Maria Radio. This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson. This week, Face Act prosecutions found six pro-life activists guilty in a Tennessee federal courtroom. The greatest criticism of these convictions is that the actions prosecuted were very arguably peaceful, while other allegations of Face Act crimes against churches and pro-life clinics have been patent 